up, everybody? Welcome back to a special edition of the You What Podcast with Mike and Frank. We are talking about the Super Bowl today. It is Friday, February 5th, so we're two days away from the big game. Um, and I'm here, as always, with Mikey. What's up, Frankie? How you doing today, my man? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I just said the big game. You know how, like, on all radio stations and stuff, they can't say Super Bowl? So they have to say, like, the big game. That just reminded me of that. Have you ever heard Is that? that? I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. They can't say, like, I don't know, for copyright infringement or some, some crap that the NFL has put on the Super Bowl. So, like, when they do contests and stuff, they can't say Super Bowl giveaway. They have to say, uh, like, the big, the big game. game. <laughs> yeah, which sounds so dumb. <laughs> Who's wh- What league is worse with that kind of shit? The NFL or Major League Baseball? Because between Major League Baseball not allowing you to, like, do any edits online or any oh – um, it's ridiculous. Or share highlights and they, like, come for you in that way. It has to be through, you know, an MLB-sponsored account. It's ridiculous how, you know, they hold back the growth of a game through copyright infringement shit like that. Um, so I don't know who's worth the NFL, the MLB, who knows today we'll focus on the NFL. I am pumped. I can't wait. I think this is going to be one of the best Super Bowls we've had in a long time, even though it's uh, one of the same guys we've seen every other year, but either way, I, I, for some weird reason, I'm still excited about it. I can't wait to watch Bucks chiefs. I'm locked in Super Bowl Sunday is just, I think one of the best holidays to begin with. So I'm giddy. How you doing though? You ready for yeah. the, what do you, what do you got yeah. going on? What's uh, what are the plans Sunday? Yeah. So I'm pretty pumped. Too. I think this is going to be like, it's, it's on, it's on pace to be like, I guess it could be one of the best Super Bowls just because of the matchup between Brady and Mahomes, obviously um, the old goat versus the new goat. So there's, there's a lot on the line and uh, I'm more excited about the Super Bowl than, than previous years for sure. Yep. And I think it's because of the, the Brady, like, being on a different team and not like not having to worry about the Patriots, to be honest, in the Super Bowl every yeah. year. Um, because I think the last, whatever, five, six, set, really since the Giants were in the Super Bowl for me, like I, I just like don't, I don't care as much because it seems like it's the same thing over and over again. And I'm just always rooting against the Patriots. That's the way it's felt. And I know you know that game. Absolutely, I do. And I think that is what's intriguing and weird about this year because it's like, is has Brady somehow positioned positioned himself as like the underdog and the guy that people want to root for in this game? Because Mahomes is already, people are getting sick of him. I can't believe I'm saying that. I know Liz hates him. She hates him wow. and Harry. She thinks they are just, you know, everything's been handed to them, obnoxious kind of stars. I'm like, eh, I think they've earned it uh, based on their talent. But I can see how, you know, some people actually do hate them. Um, but it's more, I can't believe, you know, Brady and the Bucks. the Bucks having won in however long when Gruden was there as their coach with one of the worst Super Bowls ever. That Raiders Bucks yeah. Super Bowl was brutal yeah. to watch. Um, but I, I can't believe it. I feel like Brady's become the underdog here and you're, you're almost rooting for him. Like, is this guy going to really win another Super Bowl at 43 years old on a brand new team and take them to the promised land? So a lot of storylines, fun to watch. Um, yeah, I think you're right, though. I think you're right. And I think it's kind of what we said um, either last episode or the episode before. It's like um, at, at this point, it, it's more of like, I guess, just see how many he can win. Right. Like, I like especially because he's not on the Patriots. So at this point, 
I don't really care. Like I, I'm, I'm all about the Bucks, right? I like, yeah. I, I mean, they're a, they're like you said, they haven't been in this game in a long time. And that, what they had, what was their drought to the playoffs? Like twenty years or something? Twenty five so, years, I thought. Something so, like that. Yeah. So like, whatever. Like, <laughs> let them win. And I, Liz, that that's interesting. That Liz hates Curry and Mahomes. I'm not hates them both. I would say I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of either of them. As well, I mean, Curry's a little obnoxious. He Curry quickly went from like the most loved person to a very a person that people can't stand, and it's because he's like I, I don't know because he's a, sort of obnoxious. Like he's just a yeah. kind of an obnoxious guy. Um, but yeah, no, Mahomes. I don't know. He's he's fine. I hate his brother more, Jackson Holmes. That kid. Have you seen? Oh my god. No, I just he's a TikTok star or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, whatever you refer to those, those influencers nowadays, whatever you want to call them or refer to them as. Now I couldn't give two shits about him. I love Patrick Mahomes was a huge fan of his, uh, his father back in the day, slinging the ball for my New York Metropolitan. So um, I'm, I like Mahomes. I'm rooting for him. It's a fun game though. I, if Brady wins, it's intriguing. It's exciting. If Mahomes wins, I'm pumped to see how many he can potentially win. So it's a fun game to relax on, bet on, eat my face off. And uh, just sit back and enjoy the show. For sure. And speaking of eating your face off, um, I think we're, we're going to start start this episode with really is just let's dive into some food, Mikey, because <laughs> oh, when, yeah. my, when my team's not in the Super Bowl, which we haven't now been in, in, in nine seasons or ten seasons, whatever it is. Uh, I know you're not my, complaining over there. No, I'm not. And uh, well, I was okay. about to say, and I know you haven't, you know, you haven't exactly had a, had a, a moment where the Jets – I've been in the Super Bowl yet. So um, it's all about the food for me. Like, I, that's what the Super Bowl day is all about how much I can eat, what I'm going to eat, um, and, and what the atmosphere is going to be like. And obviously, this year's a little different with COVID. It's going to, it's tough to have a Super Bowl party and to get together with people, but doesn't mean you can't enjoy food. So let's get into it a little bit. Um, and I think what we're going to do is, is just kind of rattle off the top five. Super Bowl foods. So I'll let you go okay. first. And now, yes, quick question. Is this, is this top five kind of as a child and growing up at our Super Bowl parties? Because not necessarily that the list has changed. It has for me for personal reasons that we don't need to go into. Right. That I can't right. do as many things anymore. But I'm going to just go at this from a, from a football fan perspective, not personal. And just in my whole entire life, I'm going to combine this as the top five Super Bowl foods that, you know, Mikey over here has consumed and loved and enjoyed on his favorite holiday of the year. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. I love it. Yeah. All right. It, number it, five. Go. I go. think underrated growing up in an Italian household, it was always there. I look forward to it now on Super Bowl Sunday. Quick start to the day. A little shrimp cocktail. Oh. Dip it into the dark sauce. It's a great start. Maybe mixed with a little Bloody Mary, mimosa, whatever we're kicking off the day with around noon, one o'clock as we're getting ready for all the pregame. Um, a little shrimp cocktail. It, it's easy, delicious, satisfying. I'm a big fan to start the day there. Wow, right. that, that's a little. I was that's that took me off guard. I wasn't expecting that, but okay. It, I mean, I, I love shrimp cocktail. Get, I do love it. It doesn't get the publicity it deserves and needs as that crucial. Just it's just an opening line. It's just an opening food that uh, that satisfies everyone. And all all checks all the boxes. 
doesn't fill you up either. It's a great start to the day. You're not going to waste any belly space on a little shrimp cocktail, but your taste buds are going to thank you. That's for sure. So we start with that. All right. Then we look to move to maybe a little bit warmer dish, a little grape jelly meatballs. Love the grape jelly meatballs. My mother makes a great batch of them. Ben Jones is a huge fan as well. But just a nice, grab the toothpick, dip it into the grape jelly meatball, pop it in, boom. Another quick bite on the move. You're socializing on Super Bowl Sunday. Game hasn't started. You're just, your taste buds are going galore. You're enjoying it. So shrimp cocktail, grape jelly meatballs. You're off to you're off to a strange start for Super Bowl food. I have to say, I do like uh, is our grape jelly meatballs the same as like Swedish meatballs? That's it. The The Swedish meatballs. That's them. Okay, because Swedish meatballs are 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 fire. They are really good. But I don't know. I don't know if they're top five. But continue. Oh no, no, they need it. They're needed there to start the day. Number three, we're going your good old traditional classic heroes. We got our chicken cutlet. We got maybe Italian. We got maybe just your good old roast beef turkey, American. But we need a hero station. I need a spot where I'm staring at some delicious meats, some Italian loaves, some breads. I want my mayo, my uh, my other condiments in the side, and just a big bowl that I can just whoop, throw on the plate and dip the sandwich into. So heroes, crucial part. There's number three. Love it. Top two is where it gets interesting because I've left off all dips. So I don't know if I'm going to group in dips as one. Uh, I feel like that's kind of cheating because I've also left off wings, which is crucial. But but I'm I'm teasing a little bit because my number my number two, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the wings. I'm going to go wings on the smoker, on the barbecue. Whatever it is, you need a big batch of buffalo wings. A huge tub of blue cheese, some buffalo <laughs> wings, good to go. I need it. Celery, eh, take it or leave it. I know some people love it. Throw it in the bag. All right, I'll distribute it out to the rest of the people so I get more meats. Number one, I think number one's got to because it's going to, if I'm leaving off dips, this kind of includes dips. Number one is a nacho tower. Whether I'm going pulled pork nachos, I knew you're going there. Chicken nachos, whatever it is, give me all of it, because then I can get you know maybe throw a little chili on there too. So nachos includes everything. We can get yep. the spinach artichoke nachos. We can do any form or flavors you want, but nachos is number one for Super Bowl Sunday to devour and watch some guys hit each other. I love it. I was a little afraid our top fives were going to be way too similar, but I'm so happy you're five through three or at a left field. I mean, all those things you mentioned are very good. Swedish meatballs, the, the, the heroes, or what I call grinders, but you know, that's, that's another, that's another grinders, debate. What? That's another debate. That's, that's Connecticut versus Long Island versus you know, whatever. But so I, uh, I don't know if I agree with you with your list, but I would say I, I give you credit. You went a little outside the box, which I appreciate. Um, all things that I have had on Super Bowl Sunday. But let me let me start you with with my number five. Okay. Okay. I'm going just the the slider, just the mm. the slider with a little you know a, a piece of cheddar cheese and maybe some caramelized onions on there. Just the good old Ooh. slider. Yes, that's my number five. Number four little jalapeno poppers oh 
Cream cheese or pimento cheese? I like the cream cheese version the best, but but I can I can do either. Like I mean, let's be honest. But man, you know, little I mean, I love the little spice. That's my number four. Number three, I got nachos at number three. I love nachos. I know it's a little far down the list for you. Very far down, but it's okay. I love good nacho. Um, and I, I'm definitely making nachos on, on Sunday. My number two, which is more of a, a family thing that we've always done, the big football food for us, um, big just Sunday, you make a huge pot of it. I love chili on football Sundays. Just eat slow cooker chili, let it go all day, and it's ready for at 4 o'clock, and you just scarf that down with a nice piece of bread. Little cheese on top. Nothing. Nothing beats some chili on Super Bowl Sunday. And number one is wings. I, I can't believe you didn't put them at number one. But I understand your love for nachos. Your cat is your cat is named Nacho. Everything about you is nachos. So I understand. But I gotta go wings uh, as the number one Super Bowl food. Now I think most people would agree that nachos and wings are like. I mean, that has to be like everyone's top three. Wouldn't you agree? I, I, I would be a fun uh, – I would love to bring Steve Harvey on, see what his availability looks like, and maybe do a nice little family feud. Oh. Uh, top five. You know, or maybe – you know what? I think uh, our Twitter handle is live, at you won't pod uh, yeah. on Twitter. I think we might have a little poll that goes up over the weekend, and we can see what the people feel is, you know, the top five Super Bowl foods to consume. I'm with you. I'm going to think one and two is going to be wings and nachos. Um, but curious to see what the, uh, what the listeners and everybody else feels. Yeah, definitely go check out the, the Twitter handle at you won't pod. Check us out on Instagram as well at you underscore won't underscore pod. Um, and we'll put some polls out there for the fans. We just want, we want people to chime in, disagree with us, agree with us, do whatever you want. But, um, our, um, our lists are correct. Uh, and if you say anything else, yeah, well, you can't listen to the podcast anymore. It's irrelevant. Yeah. Erroneous. Um, what, what is it? Yeah, sheep don't bother themselves with the peasants. Did I nail that line? Or what is, the, what is the saying? <laughs> I don't know. But sure, let's go with that, Mikey. All right, Mike. Well, as I mentioned before, it's um, about 10 years since the Giants won the Super Bowl. Obviously, one of my fondest memories as a football fan. 2007, though, man, I, I kept seeing some highlights. I, it was obviously the anniversary, like, I want to say on Thursday, of the Giants winning the 2007 Super Bowl. And we were at college for that. I don't – we weren't friends yet because I was freshman year. We really hadn't become friends yet. And man, I'll never – that's like the – one of the um, – it's probably the best moment in my, in my football lifetime. Uh, I remember I was so drunk, though, man. I was so wasted with Spiro and Russo and um, – it just it, it brings back memories. Eli hitting Plexico for the touchdown. Um, so no did you guys? Way. Did you watch that game in the dorm at college? Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Gotcha. Go That's awesome. Because I went home. Um, you know, I was you know fortunate enough. I was only about thirty minutes, forty minutes away from Hofstra. So I remember I went home and Ben came with me. Um, because obviously my brother's a huge Giants fan, uncle's huge Giants fan, whole family's big Giants fan. So I went to watch them because I was a. Uh, I was definitely a uh, fake Giants fan for the day because I wanted to see them beat the Pats easily. Yeah. So I was like, Look, give me all the Giants gear. I'll come root with you. So we watch at home. But that's awesome that you got to enjoy that at college with them. Which is funny. Looking back on it is, is kind of weird. Like, I, I guess because I was just caught up in, like, being at college, I think. You know, like, because I think most of it, it – rationally, I'm like, oh, I should have gone home and watched it with, like, my dad and stuff. 
I did, and I didn't get to watch 2011 with my dad either. Um, I mean, my, my dad's the reason why I'm a huge Giants fan. Like, we grew up with uh, Giants season tickets, which I think you know. Yep. Um, and had to get rid of them um, when they built a new stadium. But, like, I grew up Freaking PSLs. Yeah, exactly. Don't get me in. Don't get me started on that. But we had awesome seats. Um, did you? We came to me. Came to the video game, right? Yep, yep, we did. I think it was the Falcons game. Yeah, um, that's it was right. Giants Falcons. Right. Um, it was awesome, and we yeah. were there with you. Yeah, so we had really great seats. Um, they were like passed down from generation to generation. My my grandfather had tickets going all the way back to when they um, they played at the Polo Ground. So, uh, or uh, was Polo Ground? Now I forget. Uh, yeah, sounds anyways, right to me. Yeah, back like it wasn't Chase Stadium. That was the Jets. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, unfortunately because the PSLs, we had to give them up, but, um, yeah, in 2011, I was in Nashville. I was living in Nashville when the Giants won the Super Bowl. And, Holy shit, uh, that's right. I was with, uh, another friend of ours, uh, Brian Horn, um, uh, and Allison uh, who went to school there. But, um, yeah, so I never got to watch the Super Bowl with my family, which is very strange because now that is strange. It's like lucky son of a bitch hoisting two yeah, Lombardi trophies, yeah. um, and neither one with the fam. That is yeah. interesting, but hey, it doesn't take anything away from watching those highlights and sharing those memories and moments with the family that um, I'm still waiting to experience. You know, yeah. I got my sweet, I got my sweet Jets. Uh, track jacket here it's my super bowl attire because it's great for you know you know if it's chilly back up in new york you you zip it way up you're getting the meat sweats from your heroes you open it up and breathe a little bit so <laughs> it, you know dual functionality and i'm just waiting for the day i actually get to you know root for a team on the field with the logo but not there yet um it's interesting you know those giant super bowls are, are of course iconic ones i'll never forget because i was rooting for the Giants so hard to just beat the patriots and um, how big of Giants fans my whole family actually is. Me and my cousin, it, it's, it was a stupid decision. When we were kids, we kind of wanted to be the rebel kids, and we were like, you know what, we're going to be Jets fans, even though everybody is Giants fans. So it's me and my cousin Justin. We went Jets like a bunch of idiots, and here <laughs> we are, the two uh, you know special ones of the family still to this day. So it was a terrible choice. But in terms of best Super Bowls, I've – ever remember watching those two are definitely up there i don't have of course a personal connection to you for some weird reason the game that still sticks out to my mind and i was young for it we both were young is that titans rams one. Oh yeah when it came down to the <laughs> one yard line i think it was was it andre dyson was the wide receiver Ke i don't kevin remember dyson. who kevin, kevin dyson. dyson yeah Right. Kevin Dyson down to the one. I was at my uncle's house in Hop Hog and I just like, it's weird. It's a game I remember with my cousins and everybody, the food, the spread we had that game, such an epic game. I think I won like 25 cents on boxes and I was all pumped up. I was getting candy the next day. So it was just, uh, yeah, that's epic hilarious game, but... that, that that game comes to mind. And I didn't even think about that game, but yeah, I have like very, distinct memories that was in 99 i believe that super bowl was or 2000 right 99 2000 season wow um, and i have a very fond memory of that game too i i was i remember rooting very hard for the titans um i want i wanted them to win and maybe that's why i still have like still like the titans i don't know maybe that's the reason uh yeah i really hated those rams teams i i always hated kurt warner never was a fan of him even when he was on show on turf oh uh, yeah come on um, but yeah, that team, man, you had like Frank Wycheck. Yo, uh, that was the season that, that, um, they had the miracle, uh, the miracle against the bills. Yeah. what they call that? The, um, 
Music City Miracle. Music City Miracle, right. The Frank Lachek threw yeah. it to uh, yeah. was it Kevin was it, it was Kevin epic. Dyson? Was it Kevin Dyson who read that? I couldn't tell you that part, but yeah, I, I, whoever it was, I couldn't tell you, but that's just one of those Super Bowls that sticks out in a great positive way. I do remember, I think the worst Super Bowl I ever watched or was a part of, I didn't even watch the second half, was that Bucks Raiders game that I think we referenced earlier, um, where the defensive back won the MVP yeah. for his nice two interceptions. Sick. That game was awful. I remember just being so bored. I don't even think I watched the second half, but uh, I don't think we're going to be looking at that this weekend. No, the other Super Bowl that really sticks out to me, um, well, obviously the, the three giant Super Bowls that I've been alive for, obviously one they lost, they got blown out um, against the Ravens. But I forgot about that one, 2000, yeah. right? That was, I think, the year after the, the Rams uh, Titans one we were just talking about. Legit uh, completely forgot about that Super Bowl. Yeah, Kerry Collins just got shit on. Yeah, Kerry yeah. Collins versus Trent Dilfer. <laughs> and what a QB <laughs> battle. They lost um, like 41 to 7 or something. Yeah, that yeah. was in Tampa Bay, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Completely and forgot so, about that one. Um, but the other one that sticks out is, um, unfortunately for some of the listeners, is the, the Pats Falcons. That one just always comes oh. to mind. Because of how I think it's because of our friend Ben goes um, the uh, the champ picture, yeah, the, the fact that Johnny Levine <laughs> caught it and snapshotted it. That damn Snapchat always yeah, come back to bite you in the ass. Yeah, for listeners, our one of our good buddies is a uh, a Falcons fan. So when they were up twenty eight to three in the third quarter, he sent a selfie of him of himself. I guess that's what a selfie is. Um, yep. To our group chat with the caption champ him with a in his defense, not to cut you off. It said champs exclamation point question mark exclamation point question mark exclamation point. So there was a question mark in there, but the tone to the picture and his face and how happy he was made it seem like he was celebrating. He yeah, thought he was a champ. I, the question mark, I've never noticed the question marks in that photo because that photo has been distributed a lot over the years, of course. Uh, but <laughs> uh, that one always sticks out to me. Um, yeah, as far as the worst Super Bowls, um, well, I mean, I, not the worst Super Bowl, actually one of the best Super Bowls, the, the Cardinals-Steelers was unbelievable that game. Oh. San Antonio Holmes. Back. I mean, that game was – That I remember I watched – that was in college. We watched that in uh, Foley's dorm room oh, really? um, with him and uh, Levine. Yeah, I mean, that San Antonio Holmes catch is unreal. That was just – you watch those replays. It was actually a, a really good game. Don't remember a ton Great. about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. It was, well, that's the game. Uh, that's what Harrison, the highlights told me. James Harrison had the, like, 100-yard or whatever uh, interception return right, right before the half. I think that – I couldn't tell you that part. Uh, <laughs> well, anyways um, – we have some more to do here. We have some more fun things to do around the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, so we got we got a, a fun game right now ahead of us. Um, speaking of players and Super Bowls, we're gonna do a little trivia game for for Mikey for Mo Money Mike. Um, Mike, so I've I've laid out eight players that are in the Super Bowl. Okay, we're gonna do a little. Where did they go to college? Oh, baby, bring it on. I love this game. I think there's only one person I've ever met who I would I would admit I think potentially is better than me in this, and that would be Chris Russo, but I'm going to give him a run for his money. All right. So I, the eight players I picked, four from each team. Um, okay. 
and they're well, you know, they're well-known players. I wouldn't say any of them are obscure just because I don't know. And it's no fun when there's like random guys and you really have no freaking clue who they are or where they live or where they went to school. Right. So we'll start it with this. And I, I have a feeling you're going to blow through this. Um, so, but, but we'll, let's see, it. baby. Let's see. All right. We'll start with, uh, with the bucks. Check the mic and make sure it sound right. Boys. Chris Godwin. Penn State, second round pick. Oh, a little yeah. nitty lion. Nice. <laughs> you know, he played in the pinstripe bowl, by the way. Which uh Oh, look uh, at that. Yeah. A little nice little plug. A little yeah, Yankee Stadium. Plug. Was the MVP? Uh no, but he had a huge game. He did have a huge game. Chris, Christian Hackenberg was the quarterback. <laughs> oh, geez. Nice <laughs> second round pick there for the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> All right, second one. Uh Blaine Gabbert. Oh, Mizzou! Nice. All right. Yeah, here we go. Blaine Gabbert. All right. I thought he was going to be good coming out, too. A little Rob Gronkowski. Oh, you would think Arizona State with the way he uh, likes the ladies, but he was an Arizona guy. He was. LaShawn McCoy. Oh, um, Penn State. Uh, Pitt, 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 Pitt. Pitt. Yeah, Pitt. 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 All right, four for four. Not Penn State. I would think of Pennsylvania, but it's Pitt. Come on. All right, moving on to the Chiefs. Le'Veon, Let's go, baby. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. He's in uh, Michigan State. Yep. Chad Henney. Michigan. Sammy Watkins. Clemson. Travis Kelsey. Cincinnati. Third round pick, that little Travis Kelsey guy out of Cincy. That was the easiest thing of all time. For yeah, that was so much fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> We can totally keep going on that, but we Keep won't. going. Keep rattling our right. play. Right, you want me to keep going? I'll keep going. Stay until I get stumped. Okay. All right, Mike. We'll, we'll keep going here. We'll keep going. Frank Clark. Oh, Michigan. Another boy from Michigan. Wow. I can't believe you got that. Uh, Chris Jones. Chris Jones. The interior line. Yeah, it's, it's not in a... Uh... Oh my God, Chris Jones, Nebraska? No. Damn it! Mississippi State. Fuck! I knew that. Oh! All right, that's we'll, that's we'll disappointing. Keep we'll keep, we'll yeah, keep going. going. Cameron Bray. Uh oh, he's a genius, Harvard boy. Yeah, nice. Um, Mike Evans. Oh, A and M. Yep. <laughs> Uh, who's next? Who's next? Ronald Jones. Oh, USC. Nice, nice. Man, you you are Donovan Smith. Donovan Smith. The left tackle. I'll give you a hint. Yeah, I need a hint. I know this because of things we just spoke about. Pinstripe ball player, maybe? Was he Penn State? Yeah, Penn State. Yeah. All right, much. let's Same go. Team. Same team as Chris Godwin. That's, I did not know that. Damn, yeah. I'm mad at myself for that one. The Mississippi State on Chris Jones was. Ah. Yeah. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn or Iris Keyshawn Vaughn. Right? Oh, um, Vandy. Yeah, Vandy. Yep. <clears throat> All right, last one. All right. Um, Jordan Whitehead. God, I don't even know who that is. Um, He's a, he's a safety. 
Uh, Jordan Whitehead, uh, safety, uh, I don't know, Illinois. He went to Pitt, also played in the Pitt. Damn it. Ball. Yeah, that <laughs> one. Uh, damn, I didn't know him. Oh, well, that was fun. You did good, obviously, Mike. Um, but it's now time to move on from the kitty games and get to the real deal of what everyone's here for. It's time for Hammer Time. Hammer Time! Meow, 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 meow. Let's, Let's go. go, baby! All right, Mikey. We have a lot on the table for Hammer Time today. Um, you'll obviously give your pick for the game, but we'll wait um, till, till uh, the end of Hammer Time for you to do that. That'll be your last pick. Um, we have a ton of prop bets, Brett, ton of prop bets, if I can speak. Um, and uh, yeah, let's get into it. So, Mike, let's start with heads or tails. Tails never fails. Hammer time to take the tails. We're riding it to a quick one and zero start to Super Bowl Sunday. All right. <clears throat> Will the opening kickoff be a touchback? Yes. Is minus 220. No is plus 190. Yep, lay down the 220. It's a touchback. He's going to kick it through. Everybody's going to be pumped, flanning their arms as they're running down the field that they go to not make a tackle because it's a touchback. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Brady over under 296 and a half passing yards. Under for Mr. Tom Brady. They're going to know they got to go about this a little differently. I think they're going to be a little bit more run heavy throughout this game. So with that being said, I'm going under for TB12 at 296 and a half yards. Okay. Staying with the Bucks. Mike Evans over under 62.5 receiving yards. Wow, that's pretty low, 62 and a half. Yeah. And you know what? It's Mike Evans, which is going to torture me because he's going to be at like 42 and he's going to have like a 28-yard out that he's going to drop in the fourth quarter that would have given him the over. But I'm taking it anyway, and I'm going the over with a boy from A&M, Mike Evans. He's going to have a nice deep catch down the sideline. He will hit the over on 62 and a half. I would have thought that was a little higher. Um, yeah. So give me that over with Mike Evans. Okay. Travis Kelsey over under over all of them. <laughs> I was gonna say seven and a half receptions over over seven and a half. I would have thought it was at ten and a half over seven and a half receptions. I mean, yeah, keep going. <laughs> okay, uh, what else do I got here for you? Um, all right, and MVP. Let's do MVP here. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna name a few of the uh, the uh, money lines here. So Mahomes is minus 120. He's obviously the favorite to win MVP. Brady's plus 200. Kelsey's plus 1,000. Hill is plus 1,000. Fournette plus 2,500. Evans, 2,800. Godwin plus 3,000. Ty Tyron Matthew plus 3,000. Devin White plus 3,000. Is your MVP in that list? And if it is, who do you like? And if it's not, feel free to choose someone else. My MVP is not in that list. Wait, hold on. Let me let me. Let me okay. Take it. Well, because yes. I got kind of two here. I got one. I'm putting some money on as my dark horse of, okay. of like shot in the dark. I want to roll with him because the way I could potentially see this game going, I could see him having a great game. Okay. So my dark horse. Hold on. Let me guess. Give me give me your give me your first one. Who you 
who you think realistically is going to win it. And then let I'm me putting to- money on Mahomes. I'm putting okay. money on Mahomes. I hate that he's the favorite. Obviously, it's pretty obvious of why he is. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm either going him or I was between him and maybe I don't love going Travis Kelsey because I think even though he goes for 10 and 100 and a touchdown, um, it's not going to be enough to get him the MVP unless it's the game winning catch and it's an insane play. So I don't want to rely on that. Um, right, let me let me take a guess at who your dark horse is. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with McCole Hardman. Nope. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, let me take one more guess. One more guess. Okay. Um, Shaquille Barrett. Nope. I like that pick though. I could yeah. see him getting two sacks. All right, it's on the offensive it. side of the ball. Go for it. Edwards Hilaire. Oh my I god, think you love Edwards Hilaire. Come on. Yep, the time off. They're gonna, he's gonna get a lot of screen passes. He's gonna break a big run because they're gonna be playing two safeties deep in the Todd Bowles cover two defense to try to take away Hill. It's gonna open up a lot of running lanes for CEH. So well, that's I what happened last nice. year. So I mean, yeah. you know, with uh what Damian Williams. Right? Damian Williams, I yeah. think, is one MVP last year. I yeah. think it's very similar. So um, I think my so just to give you my perspective, and Le'Veon Bell, I don't think he's playing. Yeah, he's hurt. He's banged up. Doesn't sound like he's playing. Um, I would if I was going to put money on this, which you know me, I'm not a big gambler, but um, I'd throw money on Kelsey man at plus a thousand. I, I love that. I love him. Like you said, going for like I think he can go for ten catches, hundred and like forty yards and two touchdowns. I think that's possible. So I I would as a you know, he's plus a thousand. I think that's good value right there. Yeah, dude, I could see Evans. I could see Evans, man. I could if 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 the Bucks put up points, I could see Evans going for like seven for one fifty and two touchdowns or something. And I, I agree with you there. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think Matthew's going to be you know all over Gronk or you know the tight ends trying to take away the middle of the field. If Evans like actually catches the ball because yeah. he'll get loose on that sideline. So if he starts pulling some of these in, he can go off. Um, and, and in that case, if that happens, the, the Bucks zone. are winning. He I loves agree. Him in the red zone, like he, I mean, yeah. Having Evans on my fantasy team, like multiple times, where you're just like he catches two touchdown passes, and he, you know, you know, during the season he had like two games where he had like two catches, and they both were touchdowns. You know, so yeah, I can see him having a big day. I know people love love Godwin. He just hasn't really put up the numbers a lot. I feel like lately, so I'd stay away from him. But. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously Mahomes, right? I mean, if, if they win, it's most likely going to be him. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like we haven't talked about Brady. Like, you know, like, if they I win, know. right? Like, We're going to watch it again. I do this every single year. Every year. That Brady's in like, oh, it's it's not his year again, though. Like, he's already done it enough. He's won yeah. six times. Yeah. He's been here. He's done this. Um, and then he proves me wrong almost every Super Bowl. So is he about to do it again? I don't know. Uh, I, it's going to be a hell of a game, though, man. I can't wait. Six I think 20. there will be. I think there will be a receiver or a running back that has two touchdowns. Like, I think that – and that will – I think that could sway some MVP voting. Right, maybe like a little Edwards Hilaire. It could be. It could be Edwards Hilaire. Like I said, it could be Kelsey. I just, yep. you know, like it's just one of those. You can totally see one of those little underhand passes to Kelsey for a touchdown, like they did last week. Like they get him involved so much. So I love Kelsey. I love him at um, at plus a thousand. All right, Mikey, I'll throw oh, that in for you. Over under. Okay, let's do over under for the game. It's fifty six right now. What do, What do you think? 
over. I, yeah. That's high, but I love it. It's going to be a, I mean, both defenses will be ready. Don't get me wrong. I know everybody wants to blow Todd Bowles right now and the work <laughs> he's doing with the Bucks defense. Um, yeah, it's going to be the over, though. Points are going to be scored. Uh they're going to be looking to take some chances on the defensive side of the ball, going for those picks, which is going to open up more holes. So uh, I think we're going to see maybe a potential some defensive scores as well, which you love seeing as that over better. So hammer time. Give me the over. Yeah, I think you could totally see a lower scoring first half where they, they get both teams are a little slow at the gate. Bulls and the defense is getting to Mahomes a little bit, but then the second half, it just opened up. I feel like that is a common theme in the NFL, right? You start slow, and then, like, all of a sudden, there's there's 25 points scored in the fourth quarter or something crazy like that. So, Or or it takes the Chiefs till the second quarter, builds up 9 nothing, right. and then right. Patrick Mahomes drops 21 on your face to lose the first half bet. Exactly. So I would I would take the – I don't know what the over-under is in the first half, but personally, I'd go under in the first half. Over I, I, it's probably 27 and a half. Yeah, if the yeah, game's at, 20, at 56 – Probably yeah. around there, 27 so, and a half, 28. What is now? All right. So, yeah, give me your give me your pick. Chiefs are three and a half point favorites. Give me give me a line pick, what you think, uh, what you're betting on for the line, and then give me your score of the game and, and outcome. Yep. So, I am hammer time. Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes to back-to-back Super Bowls. Brady, thanks for the run. See you next year. Mahomes is going to Disneyland. He's bringing Kelsey. He's bringing the little hamster CEH with him. Andy Reid is continuing to house all Sizzler buffets down the whole East Coast on his way to Disney World and then out to Disneyland. Chiefs win 38-31. There's your final score. Wow. Okay. I love it. I love it. I um, just for the viewers and for yourself, I'm going. I'm taking the Bucks 35-31. Wow. And um, so I pick them to cover and win outright. That's my pick. Um, and that is hammer time, Mike. I love it. I love all the picks. We will see. We'll see how you do this week. You need another bounce back week, man. You need it. We're ready. We're ready. Back to another three and one type week. Post all the props. Post them all. I think it's a big weekend for Mo Money, Mike. I am pumped just from a football fan perspective. I can't wait as a fat person perspective for the food. I am giddy excited and looking forward to the weekend. You know, Friday afternoon, I think uh, I think I'm going to put in that little PTO request because I don't know how I get back and focus on work right now. It's time to party. It's the weekend, and I'm looking forward to it. So I'll just recap these real quick for you and the listeners. Um, you have tails <laughs> to start the game and, and the heads are tails you have opening kickoff to be a touchback um you have brady as an under in his passing yards of 296 and a half you have evans over 62 and a half receiving yards you have kelsey over in seven and a half receptions you have mahomes as the mvp a dark horse you have as clyde edwards a lair and you're taking the chiefs Minus three and a half. Oh, you have it at three and a half or three? I have it at three and a half. Oh, I saw three, but all right. I'll, you know what? But either way, either way, I'm your not pick of 35 out. 31 is 38 31. Oh, 38 31. So, um, so you are taking the Chiefs and you're taking the over at 56. All right, Mike. Well, that was hammer time. Um, a lot of fun there. 
This has been an awesome episode. Um, talking about Super Bowl with you. You got anything else? You excited? What are you doing on Sunday? Um, you got anything else to, to watch this week? You 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 uh, you lead this. What do you got for me? I, I'm as you can tell, I'm excited. I'm playing <laughs> number four at Pinehurst tomorrow, and then playing number one Sunday morning. So I'm heading down to the parents' place. We're uh, we're watching the big game in their nice uh, bar game room. So excited about that. Get some good rounds of golfing. Weather showing a little 50% chance of rain as of this morning, which doesn't have me thrilled. But you know what? That's what the gear is for. A little half zip, rain resistant. Mikey's ready to go. So power fades, hook them in with some draws, bang home some putts, and then get ready to take down some shrimp cocktail, grape jelly meatballs, some sandwiches, some wings, some nachos. That's it for me. In terms of TV, what am I tuning into to watch? Uh, watched Avengers last night. Fantastic. We'll probably move on to, you know, Age of Ultron or whatever's next in chronological order. From a TV show perspective, I don't know if there's enough time right now. Yeah, I'm golfing. I'm getting ready for sports. My Islanders have created a lot of free time with this postponement with COVID. So, um, Maybe, maybe we'll find something this afternoon, but I don't know. I think it's going to be a video game, uh, you know, watch some waste management, watch the golf. I'm all in on Daniel Berger right now. So actually, do you do any fantasy golf? I, I don't, but um, I've done some like uh, a lot of times I do the um, like the pools. So where you pick, which I love doing them for like all the majors where you, we should do one this year. Maybe we should do a show on. I think that that's a good, good idea for the show where you pick. I think we've talked about this before, where you like basically pick six golfers and yep. then you take the top four scores. So, you know, hopefully all your guys make the cut. But if they don't, then you get stuck with like the lowest score of Saturday and Sunday or whatever it is. I love those pools. Those are awesome. Like, I get fired up for those. But usually, no, I, do, I don't do um, like everyday fantasy golf or every weekend fantasy golf. So I am in the coolest league. I think it is. So it's you pick a golfer every single tournament throughout the year. So it started back in January, whatever the first tournament of the year is. Um, yeah, yeah, the Hawaii, that's where it starts. So you pick a golfer. You cannot pick a golfer again for any other tournament throughout the year. And you get the amount of points that they have earned in terms of money that tournament. So it's a okay. season-long league. It's so cool. So I took Daniel Berger this weekend. So he made the cut. Uh, oh, so or hopefully – I understand. So you can't take the same golfer every turn. Like, so you have right. to switch. So I can't, sorry. Yeah, I, thought, I can I never use, yeah. no, so I can never use burger rest of the year now. And I used them in this tournament. So you want to save the big guys for the majors. Cause obviously they're bigger purses worth more money. Um, so it, it's just, it's so fun. And then the standings update, it's looking good. He was two, three under yesterday. I don't know what time he tees off today. Um, but I think the cuts around even, so he's looking good. Uh, hopefully makes that and, and keep it rolling. So I'm going to watch some golf this afternoon, nice. try to pick up a few tips for the, for the round I'm getting back out there with tomorrow. And um, just can't wait. What about you? What do you got going on the rest of the weekend? Yeah. I, so um, tomorrow, actually we, we uh, we're going to, we're going to go out without the, without the kiddos. So we have a little babysitter coming. My mother-in-law's coming over. We're going to go drink some beers, have, have a nice lunch with a, uh, with a friend of ours. Um, this is a big day, Frankie. <laughs> yeah, oh, the kitty's dog. going off by themselves, yeah. having a blast. So that that happens, uh, and Mike, you'll learn this when you have kids, especially when they're young. Few and far between opportunities to get out of the house without them. 
So looking forward to that. Um, Sunday, I think, so I have a, an indoor golf match on Sunday um, at 1 o'clock, so I'll drink some beers during that. We'll play some golf. It's a big match. Two undefeated mm. teams going at it. So he's going to stand a chance against you. Against, against the lefties lounge, actually. We get, we're going up against uh, my boys in the, in the lounge. Ooh, this could get interesting. So, Can we get a live stream of this going down maybe, maybe off the we'll, Instagram account? For sure. We'll get some, we'll get some content going. Um, and then, and then Sunday night, I don't, you know, my parents, I know are doing something, um, but, uh, you know, not all that interested in going over there, to be honest, it might honestly yeah. just be a little quiet, quiet night of Allison and I watching. I know I'm going to, my plan is to cook some food, um, get some food going like we talked about, but, um, yeah, honestly, a quiet Super Bowl this, this year, I think, um, obviously we're off COVID and crap. So yep. we're going to stay, we're going to stay home, um, but yeah, not not much else, you know. We uh, finish up the day. I'll probably turn on the golf. Love, I love the waste management open. How can you not? Uh, it's weird without the fans. It's very. Right? I was trying to yeah. show Liz last year, like the DJ, and she's like, "What the fuck? This is at a golf tournament." I was like, yeah. "The waste management." Yeah, yeah. So that's the plan. It's the plan for the weekend. Um, looking forward to it. Um, yeah, and the Rangers. I don't know if you caught the Rangers game last night. Awesome. Actually, I didn't. That is one. Uh, we did have it on. I, I didn't really pay attention much. I was locked into Avengers. So, I yeah, the Rangers they beat got the Capitals. A, yeah, they beat the Capitals three to two. Uh, the frig. Or no, four two. Ended up ended up being the final. Um, MVP goal. Awesome game, dude. <laughs> We've talked about this. Artemi Panarin is so so good. Oh. He like just makes things. It's unbelievable. And, and you know me, I'm not the biggest hockey guy but i love watching the rangers and um it's unbelievable watching guys like him so anyways uh um, no, he's an incredible talent you know it's almost like uh so wait are the rangers two and oh since getting rid of d'angelo uh yeah and they're i know they beat pittsburgh right it's three oh and one in their last four so yeah, i don't like happen. that that means the honors are in last place by themselves doesn't it it sure it's does, not yeah. good because we can't play um damn buffalo and covid yeah. um but, Frank, it's almost like team chemistry actually means a lot there, huh? Take the hike, so. D'Angelo, and now you go yeah, on a after, winning streak. God damn it. Why couldn't they extend D'Angelo? After he did, the, after he um, had that shootout, shootout uh, attempt, remember? We were talking about that? Yeah. He's that was the most. Team, so. Yeah, and they bring exactly. in this guy, Rooney, who Kevin Rooney, I think his name is. I, correct me if I'm it's wrong. Not a, isn't, is, Wayne Rooney? I was the soccer player. Yeah, Wayne Rooney, yeah. But uh, he got up in someone's grill last night after the game so i love it i love the i love the way they're playing but um yeah we we uh we digress uh awesome episode mikey had a lot of fun we will talk on tuesday um i'm sure we'll do a in-depth super bowl recap um we'll have a lot more on the table but enjoy your weekend have a have a great super bowl sunday and uh yeah it was fun you too frankie a hell of a time like always enjoy it have fun. Give the kitties my best. I'll talk to you after the Super Bowl. Thanks again for listening to the You Won't Podcast. Please go subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And go follow us on Instagram at You Won't Pod. We'll talk to you soon.